What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Happy Sunday. Peace, blessings, and opportunities. Hope everybody's doing well. And uh, of course, preparing for the week ahead. Super excited today as I'm excited to talk about meditation and if it really works or not. Because I know a lot of people wonder if meditation works. I used to wonder if meditation works. But yeah, let's just jump in. So... The last episode, I talked a lot about Dr. Dispenza and his book, Becoming Supernatural. And I definitely am going to touch base upon that again because this book really gives you the science to the spirituality. I'm not joking. Like, if you're someone like me and you feel like you need to, you know, have some proof, what they say, this book really just puts it all into perspective because he is a neuroscientist, an epigenetics I'm a doctor of epigenetics, and I believe, um, oh my God, excuse me, what is that science called? Quantum physics, there we go. Yeah, couldn't think of it, but he's very knowledgeable, and the information that is in this book is just mind-blowing. Like, the data he has, the graphs he shows, the pictures he presents, it's, it's insane. So again, I definitely recommend everyone getting that book, because I will not be able to dive into the the medical term in the way he does. So one of the things that Dr. Dispenza talks about, he obviously talks about meditation. And, you know, he talks about in order to heal our body, you know, and to create from a new reality, to create things that we wouldn't even imagine, to be able to transcend the mundane and, you know, experience magic, because, like, the magic is real. You really have to master learning how to be present in the now moment. And a lot of us might think we know how to do that, but I assure you we don't. Especially growing up in the hood and growing up living in a state of stress and living in that constant state of stress, there's no way that we're living in the now moment because we're so focused on what we can't control. We're so focused on the past. We're literally enslaved to the past and we create these energies of anxiety for ourselves by trying to be in control of what we have no control over and worrying about things that we don't know what the outcome of it is. We're so used to living in the known. But in order to really tap in, you got to understand the unknown. You got to learn to live in the, the dark and not know what to expect, what's next. So he does talk about if we can't get beyond that if we can't get beyond the physical persona that we see ourselves to be and the person that we think we are and the way that our brain has been programmed because our brain has been programmed since we were younger absolutely so if we can't get beyond that there's no way that we'd be able to create a new reality there's no way as i said before in the previous episode you know you can want new you can want change that's great Wanting change is amazing, but if you continue to create from a place of the known, you're always going to get the same result. So as I said, I can't really break down the science in the way that he does, and I honestly believe that everybody should read this book, so highly recommend, but I do want to touch base upon what happens, you know, living in this constant loop, you know, this thought, feeling, emotion cycle. Real quick, I remember being in therapy and 
that's one of the things that my therapist at the time had talked about, you know. I would tell her what's going on and what she wanted me to work on was breaking the chain between the thoughts, the feelings, and the emotion cycle. Because you have a thought, it creates a feeling, and that feeling creates an emotion, and that emotion is impressionable on other thoughts, so now you're in this constant loop. That's how we create these anxieties. That's how we create these depressions. So Dr. Dispenza breaks it down as, you know, whenever we have these memories or feel an emotion that we've experienced in the past, a biochemical reaction begins in our brain, right? So our brain releases a certain chemical. So this chemical signal, he says, makes our body feel exactly how we was thinking. So, you know, you have that thought. And an example he gives talks about fear. So you have a thought about fear, right? Whatever it may be. That feeling is created then in your body. So you will be able to feel fear in your body. Everything is energy. So after feeling that fear, it's going to create an emotion tied to it. And that emotion is going to put you in another thought of another fearful experience. And now you're in a constant loop, in a rabbit hole, going down a list of fears. Do you see where I'm going with this? So we have to learn how to break that. Emotional intelligence is the key. But how do we build emotional intelligence where we lack? And that, my friends, is called awareness. That's how we master the now. We master the now by strengthening our awareness. Our awareness in turn strengthens our emotional intelligence because when we're aware of how we feel and what that feeling is in our body, we're more inclined to act in a different way than just react because, you know, we're no longer living in survival mode. The goal is to get out of survival mode. So meditation is really, really, really good for strengthening that awareness. It brings that awareness to the forefront because it allows you to still your mind, the logic mind. Now, going back to Dr. Dispenza really quick, we have different brain waves and you have to learn how to shift your brain waves. Cause yes, meditation isn't easy. It's not easy to sit there and have a silent mind, but that's the point of practicing, mastering. Because when you can master a silent mind, you're mastering living in the now. So when you can master living in the now, you'll then be able to master creating from the now, which in turn means that you're creating from the unknown because all we have is now. Now those brain waves, we have beta brain waves, alpha, theta, delta, gamma. He goes into a Detailed, detailed, detailed scientific concept about these brain waves and what happens when we meditate. I know for myself, but it's important that we understand how to shift this, how to become aware. Because when we can do that, now we're tapping into our automatic nervous system. Now we're inclined to heal our chakras. And when we heal our chakras, all the energetic dis-ease we feel in our auras are 
starting to be put into alignment. And I say that because I have my sister here with me and I'm happy for her to be here because she could talk about her experience in her spiritual journey and meditating and um, you know, what she was going through physically, medically, and how she's doing now. By no means are we talking about another form of, we're not telling you to replace medicine. Let's throw that out there for the people in the back. We ain't telling you nothing. All I'm telling you is that meditation is key to awareness. Awareness is key to strengthening everything around you and everything inside of you. So, without further ado, I want to bring to the stage, well, if we had a stage, that'd be great. <laughs> but um, now this is my sister Shanika, and yeah, introduce yourself. Hi everybody, I'm Shanika. Um, most people know me as Mama. Um, I actually just recently created a blog, mamasblog.com. I would greatly appreciate if you guys just check it out. So um, my journey started spiritually about two years back, but truthfully, I did not take it seriously until last year. And last year was when I had my, my last seizure. It was in August. I started getting seizures um, after Serenity was born. It was probably about like when she was like one years old. But before the seizures, I could feel auras. And what auras are is a sensation in your body that warns you when a seizure is coming. And I probably had those for months. And I would tell my doctor, I would tell my mom. It was so difficult trying to explain this feeling that you can't even explain what the feeling is like. And my doctors just had no idea what was going on until my first seizure came about. So obviously they diagnosed me with grandma seizures and um, I had to go through all different types of medications because I was allergic to the first two that they put me on. I broke out in rashes. So it took a while to like establish a great set of medication, but even those, I was still having seizures and auras. So you were going to the doctors, you were taking medication, yes. and for how many years were you dealing with seizures? Living with seizures, excuse me. Well, since my last one was last year, I was dealing with it for about eight years. Eight years. Interesting. And I personally, like for me, I believe, so I used to work with um, a woman that had, um, we discovered that she was prone to seizures, right? She didn't have grand mal's, but she had twitches. Right. Right? Because there's different types of um, epilepsy diagnoses. Yeah. So she would have twitches, and I would pay attention to the neurologist when she would talk about, you know, how the right side of her brain would spike when she got tired, which would make her susceptible to having a seizure. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's interesting to me. So from my own perspective, I'm like, okay. I don't need to be a rocket scientist or a neurologist to really understand that something like epilepsy is an energetic, like there's something energetically disruptive in there yeah. because it's, when I think of it, it's like, okay, this is brainwave. So you're saying that the, when the right side of her brain waves spike a certain way when she's tired, 
she's susceptible to seizures. So that tells me there's an energetic disconnect right. there. And you when, know what I'm when saying? you think about it, I started dealing with it after Serenity's birth. And we all know what birth does to a woman's body. Like, we go through so much. So something disrupted after giving birth to my baby. Honestly, one of the things, in my, my own theory, right? I'd like to think that a lot of experiences create disease, mm -hmm. right? I love the, the concept of epigenetics where, you know, they talk about the, the expression of the gene. Like, there, there's no more, like, I'm sorry, there's no more running my family. There's no more, like, any of that. Absolutely. It's more or less like, okay, how are you expressing? How are your genes expressing? What are you putting in your body? How is the internal state of your environment in your body? What is that like? Mm -hmm. So... When I sit here and I think about it, I, I believe that something like that, like ep epilepsy, could be the creation of stress, of constant years of living in a state of stress. Oh, absolutely. Because it's insane to me. I've known you since we were kids, mm -hmm. and like you've never experienced that. But right. I do recall like you going through a period yes. of feeling like emotionally unstable and it's funny that you say that because my first seizure and now you know me i was a little crazy back then don't say crazy not crazy a little wild i would say and um i was actually doing the dishes and i was so angry and that's how my first seizure came from all that anger being bottled up yes that's amazing to me that's amazing to me because it just makes me think of dr dispenza's book where he talks about you know just like the energy that we store, the emotion that we store and how this like legit can create unhealthy expressions in our genes and create mm -hmm. like this is really insane to me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just amazing that you've been how long without a seizure? A year. A year. Do a you want to talk about that? Yes. So um, basically my meditation last year, I got into a schedule. Like I said, I did not take it serious to last year. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Consistency is key in a spiritual journey, you. I promise you. So the thing is with meditation, guys, is it's not, oh, I meditate, boom, my seizures are gone. When I meditated, I began to see myself differently. I began to love myself more. With loving yourself more, I started to think about what I was putting in my body. I was starting to take my food seriously. And it's all about your mind. Your mind and your body is one. Thanks. Period. That's what it is. So when those two clicked and was finally on the same page. Yo. And the funniest part is I did not just stop taking my medication because I wanted to. I stopped taking it in April because when COVID hit, my doctor never returned none of my messages. Insane. Never answered any of my calls. So it was like, all right, guys, do you want me to take my health into my own hands? I guess so. Now I have to take it seriously because this is serious. Right. And that's amazing. So... You've been a year without medication, over a year without medication, haven't had an aura, haven't had a seizure. That's amazing to me. And I think it's so crazy that you brought up the fact that the mind and the body is one. Because, again, y'all, Dr. Dispenza has all this laid out in his book. There is a topic, a chapter called Brain and Heart Coherence. And what happens when the brain and the heart become one, when they become in sync when the energies align. So I'm telling you, please get this book. Just please do, do, do me this favor. Do yourself this favor and get this book. Right. 
But also, it's interesting because I just lost my train of thought, but <laughs> it's interesting that um, I talked about on a previous episode um, about, you know, people taking on the role or the identity of their disease. And to be honest, that's the, what the, our model of care represents. I don't care what anybody says. Our model of care indicates that we are our disease. Mm-hmm. Like... So they want you to take on the identity of this disease. I'm bipolar. Like I said, I'm depressed. No, you're living with depression. You are living with bipolar. I'm epileptic. No, no. I suffer from epilepsy. And that's amazing to me because that's one concept she started to understand. Where I remember talking to her about this last year and it's like, you know, there was a point. I remember there was a point last year where... Midsummer, she, uh, you were super confused. Not super confused. You were super hot, and you started saying like, "No, like this is usually the temperature when um, mm-hmm. I go into a seizure. Like I, I can't, scared. blah blah blah. I get scared." The fear so mind up. you, sh- you hadn't had a seizure for how long since then? Like at that point, it was a while. It was like six months, I think, yeah. or five months. I don't even remember. I, think I hit my six month break. Actually, I think so. Yeah. So she was like being tested I swear she was because it was super hot that day and I remember you being like oh um no like I'm gonna have a seizure like this is the weather like blah 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 blah." and I remember looking at you saying like no you are not you are fine you are here Mm -hmm. now that is in the past you are not epileptic you are not having a seizure Mm -hmm. and then you took control your mind shifted And you was like, nah, you're right. And it's like you stepped out of that mind state. So talk about that real quick. So the fear, the fear leaves. Because if I'm going to tell myself I'm going to have a seizure, I'm getting myself scared. I'm getting myself worked up. The anxiety is not good because that is going to trigger one. So once I calm myself and I tell myself, no, you're not, you're fine. And then here comes the meditation in because I have to practice my breathing, my breathing techniques. Once I do that. My mind settles, my mind calms, and my body relaxes. It's, it's amazing. And it took work, though. Right. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I learned how to meditate in a week. Because right. let me tell it you. It takes a while. It takes a while. It takes consistency and it takes practice. And the reason I say consistency, so we, we both dealt with this. But I say consistency because I remember, like, falling off, not meditating for, like, two weeks, right? Now I'm feeling irritable. Now I'm feeling less confident. Now I'm feeling like, what's going on with my energy? So our energy depletes quicker than it replenishes, especially if you're living in a state of stress. So it's amazing to be, like to me, when we're consistent because I feel like my life is always peaceful. Like having that emotional balance and control, having the mental state in control. Because you and I can both attest that going on a spiritual journey is not just about, it's not just rainbows and cupcakes and flowers and good vibes only. Because there's a lot of tears. There's a lot of healing. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, which in turn help you physically. A lot of repeated traumas that you gotta barrel over. Yeah. And you will always be tested. That's another thing. You will always be tested. Always. So practically when you look at the test, it's kind of like, Every time you're ready to level up, 
your angels, God, the universe, they're going to test you and see if you're going to revert back to your old thinking, your old ways of being, or if you're going to continue to create from the unknown. Because like I said, if you continue to live in this constant loop of thoughts, feelings, and emotions, especially if you're blaming your past for whatever it may be, you're only going to continue to create from your past. So it's very, very, very important that we really start to pay attention to the connection between physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional. Because as I said, the thought, mental, creates the feeling, physical, which then turns into an emotion, emotional. And if you're not spiritually inclined, if you're not intact with your spirit, there's no way that you're going to be at a space to take yourself out of that loop. So everything is connected. I learned how to break the cycle. And I know you can. So I truly appreciate y'all continuing to spin the block with me. And I appreciate Mama for being on here. Thank you for having me. Make sure y'all check out her blog. She is someone really working towards her authentic being and really sharing her truths. So that's mamasblog.com. Yes. Thank you, guys. Definitely tap into that. And super appreciate y'all. Peace, blessings, and opportunities.